welcome to the Walking Dead podcast. Summer of Walking Dead edition! As always, I'm Gary, but unfortunately Scott couldn't be here this week. Scott. Yeah? You're full of shit. Oh yeah. But we have been planning this event together for a while. So, with the beginning of July and summer season, along with the mid-season finale of Fear the Walking Dead leaving a Walking Dead-shaped hole in our lives, it was the perfect time to return. We'll have weekly episodes for the remainder of the summer, a variety of co-hosts and topics, and even weekly contests and giveaways from the Walking Dead podcast prize bunker. Anyways guys, this is episode 211 of the podcast, but as always, the boilerplate. We always like to open by mentioning that we love to hear from you all. You can leave your comments and feedback in an email at twdpodcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast. We have fun conversations on the news and memes in the Walking Dead universe daily, so please join us. You can also leave a message on our dedicated voicemail line at 561-501-1483. We love playing the messages and talking about them on the show. And really, please do. It's been getting lonely manning the phones. Really lonely. Scott ordered me pizza, like, a month ago. Now I'm eating the cardboard box, so... Again, uh, for your enjoyment and my sanity, please call us at 561-501-1483 to be included in our show. And folks, honestly, we couldn't do this show without our sponsor, Audible.com. With the biggest library of audio content around, anything from audiobooks to comedy specials, magazines to business programs, we're proud to offer our listeners a free trial through our exclusive link, audibletrial.com dead. Check them out by giving any free audio content a listen, including the Walking Dead Rise of the Governor novels, with no commitment. Again, audibletrial.com slash dead. Try an audiobook free for nothing, and if you like the service, let them know that we sent you. Okay, so now that the announcements are out of the way, I want to announce this week's Summer of Walking Dead contest. For this week, uh, which will be Friday the 6th through Friday the 13th of July, 2018, we want to start off with a bang. We're giving away a three-pack of Walking Dead-themed hot sauce from our friends at Tabanero for your grill-out pleasure along with a Walking Dead swag pack of decals and collectibles. The goal this week, guys, is just to get us interacting more. So, with that in mind, the contest this week is literally just to interact with us in some form. Comment on a post on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash twdpodcast. Email us a question or comment about this episode at twdpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail with a question or topic at 561-501-1483 and tweet or retweet us at TWD Podcast. Interact with us in any way, shape, or form and you get an entry. And they'll stack up too. So if you do all four, I'll give you even one extra entry. You can get five total entries for this contest. Just make sure that you either leave us a name or use the same screen name or handle on each entry so we know it's you. And good luck! This week's episode is a fun one, guys. My good friend and co-worker Dakota stopped by on the show to talk about his experience overall with The Walking Dead. What got him into it, what he likes about it, what's starting to lose him, and everything in between. Critical discussion on all seasons of The Walking Dead, and some of the comics will be discussed, so if you haven't caught up with the show, there will be some spoilery talk. And now, on to the main event, my conversation with Dakota, part one. Talking Dead. What? Are you ready to go inside the dead? Yeah! Here's some inside info that you can't get anywhere else. Okay! (laughs) 
Hello. I work with Dakota, and we talk a lot about Walking Dead at work. Yeah. Um, we yeah, regularly we do. do the Negan whistle to each other um, from across the deli. Good you actually times. refer to me as Negan, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Simon, so... Exactly. Yeah, you are my right-hand man. Yeah. Even though you outrank me. <laughs> so, anyways, we're just... Um, we're doing this new thing, calling it the Summer of Walking Dead. Where, during the hiatus here, we're gonna just bring on some people and talk about Walking Dead and why we like the show, why we don't like the show as much anymore, what we want from the future of it, what we expect to happen, just kind of all over the place, but just kind of doing a nice little fun conversational little episodes to have something to listen to during the summer here. So let's just start off Dakota. They know all about me and, you know, my history with the show, but like what brought you into Walking Dead? So at first I actually didn't like The Walking Dead. Like I saw like the first couple episodes and you know the first the first season was great, and then I saw the second on Netflix, and I was like, "This is absolutely atrocious." A lot of people had that reaction. Like the first season was like, "It's pretty good. It's six episodes," and then the next season was just like, "Whoa!" And like like the farm just felt so boring. Yeah. And then, like even even before they were getting it, but one of my best friends um, got me back into it because like season three came around, and I was like, "Dude, this is amazing!" Like like he showed me the governor, and I've been watching it ever since. And you know, I I've played all the games. I've you know, I, I read the comics. I'm not that far. I haven't seen anything past the mid-season finale of season eight. But I love it because it's it's like the realistic version of zombies. Mm-hmm. The greatest zombie things ever are, you know, of course, you have, you have George Romero's Night of the Living Dead, you know, Dawn of the Dead. You know, you, you have that whole that whole series. And this this takes that and goes, what if this was... A real situation that no one could prepare for yeah but uh that's what like kind of what brought me into it too was it was realistic and it was more about the people which even you brought up when we were chit-chatting before we started recording the line from early in the series where rick says we are the walking dead yeah and even kirkman has said that himself the creator of walking dead he said that was always the intent was that the title is the walking dead and you assume that it's talking about the zombies but you start to realize it's about the people yeah and the choices they make and that they're the walking dead because their time they're living on borrowed time they they are yeah. one of one of the funny things i've always loved too well it's not really funny but it's like every time in the show and even in the comic they just kind of gloss over the times of the the three or four months of peace that they have at a time yeah and it's just like oh here's Here's the mid-season, uh, you know, premiere. Uh, everything's gone to hell. <laughs> Rick and all of them are on the road again, doing something or some other bad guys. Like it, it never ends for them. It, it really is just like a walking. They are the Walking Dead. Like there's yeah. no other way to describe it. So I know you haven't watched the back half of this last season, right? Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Uh, I know you're still into the show and you do want to catch up at some point. What's keeping you with it? Where you see a lot of other people dropping off and the ratings are going down and. What's keeping you interested in the show? I'm a firm believer that you have to start killing people in order to keep the story going, which is also why I like I love Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But I love like since they brought Negan in season seven, which I was so happy to see him enter in season six, and then you know season seven when he kills off Abraham and Glenn, you know that was great because that needed to happen because the stakes are raised. The governor would you know charismatically, you know hey you know I'm I'm this and that, and it'll backstab you. Negan just comes straight out and kills everybody, pretty much. Yeah. I love that. I don't like... There are some things I don't like, but... It's getting better, or at least to where I can just go... It's not as formulaic. Hmm. It is and it isn't, but... 
I love the universe. I love the stories. It's like Attack on Titan in a lot of ways. There's so many similarities between Attack, I can see that. Attack yeah. on Titan and The Walking Dead. I think there's a review somewhere that said Attack on Titan is Japan's version of The Walking Dead, and <laughs> that made sense. But the characters, how you can you can you can you know empathize with them, and then the next minute they're gone, mm-hmm. and their kids are behind them. And the kids probably yeah. die at some point. Like it, just a, we joke about a lot on the podcast that there's always the kind of uh, the prelude. You know when they're going to kill yep. someone off. Because they start ramping up the emotional attachment to them. They're like, oh, wow, look, this one, this guy who's just been a guy in the background for a while came out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, he just saved a bunch of people. And they're looking like he's going to be a main character. And he's falling in love with one of the main characters. And then and he has his hero's moment. Yep, yeah. he dies. What's well, like season five with Beth. Uh, I actually, <laughs> I was just, because like they built up this whole thing. They had like all, just whole episodes dedicated to like one person. And then a ton of new characters that. We weren't going to give a shit about after a while. And it's like, you meet her, the group reunites with her, and she's gone. And I actually I actually did cry a little bit at that point, because I was just like, wow. That is yeah. some Shyamalan twist ending right there. I, was just... I don't know if you saw it. That night, that episode aired, when there's that shot towards the end when Daryl's carrying her body out of the hospital, and the rest of the group that didn't get to see her again are crying, and Maggie's out there, and she's just a wreck. The Walking Dead facebook page the official page and i think oh even God. their twitter had the picture of him carrying her lifeless body out of the hospital wow. at the end of the episode the like climax like when, when you're expecting her to maybe make it they had that come out before the episode even aired it was like on wow. the page or maybe it aired in like the east coast oh, but like yeah. it hadn't aired in the rest of the state the country yet and like people were so pissed it was pretty funny that's ridiculous yeah there's been a few goofs like that it's pretty funny there have been okay so what is uh taking you away from the show what's like losing your interest or not doing as well for you the fact that some characters don't think look at the mid-season finale uh in season eight mm-hmm. uh it takes rick the the whole first half of the season to unite everybody and make somewhat of an attack only to have ezekiel's forces you know just cut down by an m2 and then you know everybody else suffers kind of like a similar thing but it takes negan just one episode to destroy alexandria and, you know, surround the hilltop and go from there like they could have killed him. Granted, I'm, I'm not that far in the comics. I'm where uh, Glenn just got uh, just got Negan. Mm. And, um, but I would have taken that shot when he was right there with his lieutenants because that, granted, it's not good storytelling, yeah, but if you see a threat, you need to take it out. Yeah. I don't, like, it's like they're dragging things on. And then there's that one episode, I think it was either this season or last season. Tara goes to Oceanside. Yeah, you have one whole episode to show us, here's a faction that we're just going to get guns from later. <laughs> like, there, it seems like... I, I hate when they just do these one-person episodes or two-people yeah. episodes. The Rick and Michonne thing was just useless. Like, we already know they're in love. We already know they care about each other. Yeah. All I saw was a horrible CGI deer. <laughs> yeah, like it's pretty bad. But that's... Although I'm interested to see what you think when you catch up on the rest of the season. Because, um, the, uh, Oceanside, is it? I forget. The, uh, I think it was. I think it was Oceanside. Whatever, the water community that yeah. Tara went to, um, they come into play again in a more, a bigger role rather than just supplying weapons. Oh, good. Um, but they're still, like, standoffish and, you know, fighting on that level. Uh, but yeah, things, that's my biggest issue with the show right now, is it seems like kind of like a slightly better version of season two like we talked about how it was slow yeah. and a lot of talking 
they drag things out so long, and then the payoff is so quick. It yeah, it is like my favorite seasons so far. They're pro- probably gonna be like in no real no real order. It'd be like three, four. I I enjoyed seven. Mm-hmm. Seven I think like maybe reminisce a lot of like three and four. Five had some great philosophical points to it, but then but then there's times where it's like, all right, we're gonna just watch Beth work in a hospital. Like Noah was important. Noah was important just to get ripped apart in front of Glenn to show him what happens. Yeah, you know. But I don't know, like, because The Walking Dead has the capability of grabbing your emotions and then watching you just spill out. I was sad when Tyrese died because mm-hmm. he kind of killed himself. Just, you know, the radio was that whole analogy of life. You know, just wanted to turn it off because he was done. Yeah. You know, like, there's great moments like that. But then the, but then there's, you know, uh, oh, I gotta go, we gotta go to Oceanside, where Rick's gotta act like Negan, and then take the guns, and then nobody draws the parallel for whatever reason, because, yeah. oh, we gotta fight and win. It's like, let's and take a look. You know a little bit about it, so this isn't a big spoiler, but um, after Carl's death in mm-hmm. the latter half of this season... Um, there's this whole stupid, they waste a lot of time on it montage of Carl writing letters for everybody in the crew, and one for Negan, of course. Um, And basically his thing was like, I'm dying anyway, this is gonna happen. I was bit by a zombie, so there's no fixing it. He's like, just try to use my death to get back to peace. And that was his idea. He was trying to convince his father, he's like, there's other ways. You don't just have to escalate to Negan's level and go to mow everybody down. He's like, you can work on with him, find peace, and if you can't make peace with him, then take him out, but you don't have to wipe out everybody. You don't have to wipe out everybody, yeah. Yeah. Um, And basically trying to make him think about it differently. And that just doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, of course not. Well, Rick has been through so much, I'm surprised he hasn't killed himself. Like, Yeah. You know, the guy guy loses his... You know, first he's got to find his family. That was dramatic. Finds it, wife dies... And he's he's not even there for it, and he gets he gets his therapy by just clearing you know half yeah. the prison of zombies, and then he knows in season was it six or seven it's confirmed that Judith isn't like he knows Judith isn't his, which everybody kind of knew all along, but to hear it from him, he's like you know I'm still gonna raise her as my daughter, you know, but I know she's not mine. The events of Terminus, uh, Terminus, you know, was major for them, and then they went. When Deandra and all them recorded those audio logs, you can see Rick is distant somewhere. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. just gone. Season that that first episode is one of the few things that honestly scares me, in almost any like movie TV universe ever. That was because that's human bureaucracy yeah. killing other human. It's it's literally what like the Holocaust was mm. in a number of ways. That's like really that, interesting. That same cold. The only thing that saves them is literally, hey, how many shots did you fire? Yeah, like that's the like that that bureaucratic method. And then while they're trying to cannibalize them, like that was, that was insane. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I mean, it also kind of makes sense that Rick or uh, Andrew Lincoln's kind of done at this point because it's like, what else are we really gonna do? Especially now that Carl's gone, because I know Carl's the main character in the TV show, well, not the show, uh, in the comics. Rick doesn't have much to really live for except Judith now. Yeah. And even then, Carl was kind of the one taking care of Judith most of the time since Rick was out and about doing whatever, hunting weapons and whatnot. 
So I don't know what's really going to happen now. That's the thing. Um, it looks like, and we'll talk about this more in, um, in a minute, uh, but it looks like they're setting up for a big paradigm shift because mm-hmm. they're going to have to do something very different. Um, we don't have Carl. We don't have uh, Rick. We don't have Glenn. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. We've I lost... mean, Maggie wants to move on too, yeah. so. Almost everybody from the mains cast, the main cast is gone. Um, and if Rick leaves, then it's pretty much just Daryl. It's Daryl, and a lot of people will watch Daryl, you know, but... And I'm sure they'll keep him as long as he's willing to be on the show. Yeah, I mean, like, I know Norman Reedus likes the yeah. show, you know, I But, think. like, if, if Andy Lincoln leaves, and yeah. all, the rest of the main cra- crew, main, main cast leave, if he, is he gonna stay? Yeah. I you mean, know, is he gonna be the focus? Are they gonna turn the focus onto someone else? Because uh, I think there's a lot coming down the pike that we're gonna have to talk about, because I'm not really sure what they're gonna do there yeah and i know kirkman still has like i think six other arcs or stories to tell but it's like you know we go from the governor who was charismatic dictator to negan who is the what the governor really wanted to be which which is just super warlord similar to me he's like in morton joe like he truly believes what he's doing Mm. is for the best of his people but at the same time he's you know chopping people up and killing them yeah with with uh with Lucille, you know, he he even prefaces, you know, I don't want to have to kill anybody, but he kills him anyways. Because and he seems to enjoy it. He seems to enjoy it, but we kill the right people at you know at the right time because we save them. It's like, well, that's that draconian, you know, let's destroy everything to make it new. That's what Bane does in Batman, True. or at least in like Dark Knight Rises and stuff like that. But it doesn't work because then you have nobody to like his feudal system, for example, with with points. They just fudge the points half the time in the episode with um, Eugene and stuff like that. Eugene uses his status as a doctor to exploit the system, so yeah. it doesn't work. True. Yeah. Um. All right. So, any last comments on what you like about the show, what's keeping you invested, or what you dislike about it? Anything you didn't really bring up yet? I'm excited for Overkill's game. Because it's going to be like Payday, but Walking Dead Payday. Okay, well, let's, um, we'll take a little break here, and we'll talk about that here in a second. Alrighty. And that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Once again, you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com, posting a comment on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash walkingdeadpodcast, on Twitter at twdpodcast, or leave a comment on our voicemail line at 561-501-1483. We look forward to hearing from you. And remember, we have a contest going on all this week. If you reach out in any of those ways, you get an entry to win a whole bunch of Walking Dead swag and some hot sauces from our friends at Tabanero Hot Sauce. And of course, there's never been a better time to be a nerd. So stay safe, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. And that's a wrap. And we thank all of you for not being here today. And not having this meeting with me or or being seen on your way out. That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please check out our website for all the latest news and updates at thewalkingdeadpodcast.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walkingdeadpodcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at TWDpodcast. If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com as well as leave us a review on iTunes. 
You can also post comments on our website and Facebook page. The Walking Dead podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbean.com, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at playerfm.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead podcast by visiting our sponsor, audible.com, and signing up for your free, no-obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast.